the unspoken benefit of composting is that it feels good. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on Hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors, and welcome to Composting 101. And don't worry, this isn't just for beginners. I promise you're going to learn something that you didn't already know. In our focus to value the Earth's soul, we've learned about the importance of soul health to the planet and all living things on Earth and regenerative agriculture methods that help restore the soul. Composting is a regenerative agriculture practice that is accessible to almost anyone and is usually one of the easiest ways that urban and rural areas can contribute to improved soil health. Most people have at least heard of the word compost. Compost is the process of decomposing brown and green organic materials in a controlled environment into a nutrient-rich soil amendment, earning it the nickname black gold. The origin of the word compost literally means a mix of things. It's nature's way of recycling, decomposing fallen leaves, dead animals, and insects, animal waste, and food, and putting its nutrients back into the cycle of life. Composting is just a way of speeding up that decomposition process and thoughtfully contributing to nature's cycle. But composting is not a new concept. Research tells us that civilizations worldwide have used compost to enrich the soil and increase fertility pretty much throughout time. This was recognizing that plants grew more where manure had been on the soil for the most part, but early composting methods were developed in China, India, and Malaysia, and the foundation of these practices is still the basis of composting today. Around the same time, indigenous populations in the Americas were developing farming systems that used fish, fish waste, manure, and plant waste to fertilize their crops. Scientists have even found clay tablets from Mesopotamia that reference making compost. In his book, Roman General Cato the Elder wrote about using animal waste mixed with plant waste in the fields. And the Egyptians vermicomposted or used worms to improve their agriculture. And eventually, even our founding fathers like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson praised composting for its ability to fertilize the land naturally. We began to stray from natural composting methods in the United States after World War I and II. Farmers were pressured to use synthetic methods to feed the world. The large-scale nitrogen production facilities that were for explosives needed a new outlet, 
and they found one fertilizers and pesticides. We also switched to heavy machinery around this time that aided in the decoupling of livestock from the land, meaning less manure to compost into the ground naturally. Fast forward to today, when the world has realized that the practices we have in place now for industrial agriculture are harming the soil, we have literally been wasting our organic materials potential by sending food scraps to landfills and positively contributing to health and safety issues. We fell off the composting wagon, so to say, but I think we're finally ready to get back on it. So back to our basic definition of compost, the process of aerobic degradation of waste in a controlled environment, combining recycling green and brown materials that form a rich soil amendment. The green in this mixture is a nitrogen-rich material. So the things that used to be full of life, vegetables, food scraps, yard clippings, eggshells, even meat and dairy, which I will talk about in a little bit. The brown in this mixture is the carbon-rich materials. Things like shredded paper, cardboard, dried leaves, or even sawdust. There's also industrial composting, which is similar to but slightly different from at-home composting. Industrial or commercial composting is when your food waste is collected, usually in urban areas, and processed by machinery to help turn and cure the compost at a large scale. One of the main differences I want to point out, because I get so many questions when people come to my house and see the compost that I have is that industrial composting can take meat, dairy, fish, bones, when most people are unable to compost those materials at home due to the smell and pests that generally arise when composting those types of materials. So composting traditionally at home is really simple for people who are on a plant-based diet like I am, but it's something to consider when choosing a compost method that works for you. So let's talk about that. The different composting methods before we get into why composting is beneficial. You can compost the quote unquote traditional way, mixing your browns and greens equally in a backyard composting pile, which is also called microbial composting because it relies on fungi and microorganisms to stabilize the organic matter. And it's a form of hot compost, like picture thick and steamy. This type of composting is pretty straightforward and can be virtually free. You choose somewhere that is dry and shady that you can control the conditions, mix a two-to-one ratio of brown to green or carbon to nitrogen, keep it moist by watering or keeping a tarp over it, turn it or mix it every three to five weeks. And depending on your conditions, it will be ready anywhere from two months to two years. You can also do a modified version of this by getting an outdoor tumbler, which is what I have and something that you could probably put on a balcony if you really wanted to. 
So for instance, mine is a bin made of recycled plastic that just sits off the ground. The tumbler makes it really easy to turn, aerate, and cure the compost. And like I said, it's ready in about two weeks depending on the conditions. Once it's ready, you can add this soil-like material to your garden or plants to enrich it. Vermicompost is another type of compost that uses earthworms to create a nutrient-rich soil amendment. Vermicomposting can be done indoors or outdoors with a large amount of space or not. It's actually pretty flexible, but it does take more professional knowledge and care. Vermicompost contains not only worm castings or feces, but also brown materials and organic wastes in various stages of decomposition. Instead of having to aerate or turn your compost, the worms essentially do it for you. Think about it. Worms have been aerating our soil and carrying nutrients from the surface to the root zone for virtually forever. It's a natural process. And some say that this type of compost produces a more nutrient-rich soil amendment than regular composting. Research at the New Mexico State University says that earthworm castings in the home garden often contain 5 to 10 times more nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium than the surrounding soil. This is because the secretion from the earthworm's intestines mixed with the soil that passes through them make the nutrients more concentrated and available for plant uptake. They also say it takes two pounds of earthworms or 2,000 breeders to recycle a pound of food waste in 24 hours. Essentially, you have to feed the earthworms your food scraps a little bit at a time. This is so microbial composting doesn't take over, heat the compost pile, and essentially kill your worms, which nobody wants to see or smell. This type of composting is more of a cool to warm compost, since most of the heat or energy that is made from the breakdown of these materials is actually stored inside of the earthworms. I'll link in the show notes more about vermicomposting because, like I said, it is much more complex and there are many ways that you can execute it. Both traditional and vermicomposting creates this earthy, fluffy, black, crumbly, almost reminiscent of a chocolate cake that you can add to your plants or your garden. It's black gold. There's also a form of composting that I want to mention that uses fermentation, which is anaerobic, bokashi. Bokashi is a form of composting that uses microorganisms known as Bokashi bran to ferment instead of decompose organic food waste. The spruce says that Bokashi involves layering kitchen scraps with either wheat germ, wheat bran, or sawdust combined with molasses and effective microorganisms, or EM. The bran molasses serves as the food for the microorganisms, which are the same natural microorganisms found in soil. Unlike traditional at-home composting or vermicomposting, you can pretty much put 
anything in it, including meat scraps, dairy, and bones, which makes it a really good option for a lot of people. But some say that bokashi isn't even a form of composting at all because it doesn't decompose. It's anaerobic, and the end product is quite different. Instead of creating this beautiful soul-like amendment, it ferments the waste. So the result is a liquid tea that you regularly drain and can add to plants or use as a fertilizer. The remains of the organic matter that haven't decomposed, you would then add to your regular compost pile, vermicompost, or you could just bury it in a trench in the soil. So it pairs well for other forms of composting, which is why I wanted to mention it. This process is extremely fast, ranging from two to five weeks, and it is incredibly nutrient-rich but can be a little bit more expensive. When we talk about the benefits of composting, I'm going to refer to at-home, traditional, or vermicomposting. Each method has its pros and cons, but any of these methods of composting help reduce waste, benefit the soil, and positively contribute to our environment. So first and foremost, let's bring it back to valuing the Earth's soil our focus for this month. Many of the benefits of composting reflect back to the benefits of just having healthy soil. You can use compost to enrich soil, which helps its soil structure. This allows it to retain moisture so the soil can reduce water runoff, meaning there's less flooding, erosion, and desertification. It also helps to add nutrients back into the ground and helps it keep those nutrients, contributing to healthier plants and more nutritious food for us to eat. It also helps add nutrients back into the ground and it helps keep those nutrients there, contributing to healthier plants and more nutritious food for us to eat. These nutrients added by compost help to suppress plant diseases and unwanted pests. The EPA says that compost helps control parasitic nematodes by adding nutrients that encourage the growth of fungi and other organisms, which in turn compete with or destroy nematodes. Compost also contributes to plants' basic health by encouraging beneficial bacteria, making them less susceptible to pests and helping to protect them from drought and freezes. Nutrients also reduce the need for chemicals and fertilizers because it has plenty of nutrients that you're adding in naturally. It makes the soil biodiverse and healthy again. Remember, Healthy soil means healthy people, means a healthy planet. And it all can start in your backyard. There's also another big reason why we compost other than just improving the soil. It keeps scraps from a landfill. Composting keeps our food scraps from overrun landfills. It helps to reduce methane emissions and lowers your carbon footprint. 9% of greenhouse gas emissions from food emissions come from food thrown away by retailers and consumers. Every 100 pounds of food waste in our landfills sends 8.3 pounds of methane into our atmosphere. 
When our food is piled up in a landfill, anaerobic conditions are established and bacteria decompose the waste and produce methane as a byproduct. Food Forward reports that methane is about 28 times more powerful than carbon dioxide at creating warming over a 100-year timescale. And over a 20-year timescale, it's over 80 times more powerful than carbon dioxide. This is why, even though composting does produce some carbon dioxide, it's much better for our planet than the methane produced when food rots in landfills. And since compost improves the soil, it contributes to its ability to sequester carbon and fight climate change. And finally, let me tell you, the unspoken benefit of composting is that it feels good. It feels good to turn food scraps that would typically be called waste into a resource to give back to the soul with something that can make the world beautiful and healthy, to see that with your compost, you can grow more nutrient-rich plants that fuel your body, mind, and soul. It develops a sense of mindfulness and shifts our perspective from thinking, this is garbage, to this is a gesture of love towards myself, the planet, and others. So on this week's Something to Grow On, I encourage the beginners who are listening to try to find a composting method that works for you. If you're already composting, kudos. I really appreciate it. Maybe you reach out to someone you love and help them develop a process for themselves. Or maybe you reach out to your neighbors and see if they would be willing to collect their food scraps to give to you for your compost pile. Every little bit helps. And since I love quotes, I want to leave you with this one from the poet Rumi. The ground's generosity takes in our compost and grows beauty. Look at this. Try to be more like the ground. Give back. Until next time, thanks for joining me, neighbor. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hometown Earth as much as I did. Let us know by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Tuesday. Head to the show notes linked in the episode description for more details. And let us know in the comments what you want to hear next. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And you can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Hometown Earth or connect with me personally personally at Lena Saintford. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.